Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. It's a bonus episode of the lounge today. We don't have Garrett with us. He's on vacation today. Of course, he goes on vacation right after the Ravens announced some very big news with the hiring of defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. That's a Garrett move right there to just go on vacay right after that. Anyway, we got we got my guy Clifton. Clifton Brown joining me today to break down uh, the addition of Mike McDonald, really a reunion with Mike McDonald as Ravens defensive coordinator. Thanks for joining me, Cliff. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Always a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Uh, so I guess, first of all, just what was kind of your, your immediate reaction uh, when the news became official? Excitement, really. Uh, I think Mike is definitely a very impressive guy. Impressed everyone during his first go around with the Ravens, really bright, really a lot of energy. And uh, it certainly wasn't surprising that, you know, John reached out for him to come back. I just think that he's a, he's a coach that everyone kind of views as a rising star. He was groomed here in Baltimore. Coming back here is not going to be a transition for him at all. I mean, he'll feel right at home. Mm-hmm. And I think the year that he had at Michigan – being a, a DC will be really helpful now that he's back in that position in, in Baltimore. So yeah, I was I was excited about it. As soon as uh it became clear that he's someone they were considering, I thought that that might be the direction that they went. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think my first reaction was I'm getting old. Mike McD- <laughs> Mike McDonald is younger than I am now. So if I'm I just when I got used to being older than all the players, right? Sometimes there's be a few guys that'd be a little older than me. I'm older than almost, I think almost all, maybe all. Sam Cook. That's the only question mark here. Uh, once I got used to being older than the players, now I'm older than the coaches. Take it from me, Ryan. It's never it's never going to stop, man. So <laughs> that's get the, you that's get the, used to it. That's the trend I'm going going yeah. in. Huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think it's interesting even thinking back to 2020, I want to say, or, or 2019, John Harbaugh talked about Mike McDonald to reporters and said, this, guy is, this guy's got a future as a defensive coordinator, which then hearing him say that, it was like, wow, okay, like here's a really young guy at, as your inside linebackers coach, and you're talking about how he's like one of the brightest up-and-coming coaches in the NFL, like, wow. You know, that was like some hard, some high praise that kind of caught me off guard back then. But it's clear that John really held him in high regard. And I think around the league, people did. I mean, you're talking about a highly educated guy who now, you know, he almost got like uh, an apprenticeship as defensive coordinator at, at Michigan. You know, John recommended that Jim hire him. And I think in a way could have been thinking, all right, you know, maybe if Mike is my future defense coordinator down the line someday you know let's let's go get him some play calling experience let's get him experience you know building out a game plan being a defensive coordinator kind of a training ground move you know maybe in the back of his mind somewhere I don't think it was like a calculated move from the start but in the back of his mind I think it could have been a factor saying maybe this guy ends up coming back one day you know and and this is a great way we we have wink um but this is a great way for Mike to get more valuable experience in Michigan and then Mike just blew it up. I mean, he just did better than I think anyone could have expected in his first year at Michigan, turning him 
from one of the worst defenses in the nation to one of the best in a year. And it, all of a sudden it was like, okay, if we're going to make this move, like now is the time before he lands somewhere else. Well, yeah, no question. You have to, to make a move like this when a guy's available, you can't wait. I mean, Mike McDonald may end up being a head coach somewhere and certainly drew a lot of attention this year for the job he did at Michigan. So he's a talent. There are a lot of coaches who have personality but aren't as analytical. And then there's some guys who are analytical but don't have personality. You know, Mike has both. And his he has presence. That's something to me that's kind of you can't really learn that. You either kind of have it or you don't. And when he yeah. walks into a room – People pay attention. You know, he's like your favorite teacher, you know, uh, someone who always leaves an impression on you by the things that they say. And so he relates well to players. I think a lot of players will be really happy that he's back in the building. He's got a relationship with them already. He knows the coaches on staff. Uh, so it's not going to be, you know, hard for him to, you know, assimilate into working with them collaboratively. It always takes a collaborative effort. It's, it's not just going to be him with his fingerprints on the defense, but certainly as a D.C. on game days, uh, you know, he's the guy who's going to be in command of that. And I do think, again, that it is going to be really helpful for him that he had that year at Michigan where he was that guy on game days, you know, calling the defenses, making the adjustments. I think that will really serve him well coming back to the NFL, an environment that he's already used to. Yeah, absolutely. It'll also be interesting to see, you know, does he bring any staff, you know, that he had in, at Michigan? Does he want to bring any of those guys to Baltimore with him? You know, some of the obviously they had some breakout players. Aiden Hutchinson is going to be a top five, three, one, like top pick in this year's draft. Uh, David Onjobi, I probably mispronounced that, is going to be another top pick in this year's draft is another edge player from Michigan. You know, do they look to bring in a, a coach that worked with those guys? Um, you know, what does that mean for coaches? I, I think Drew Wilkins could become, you know, get a promotion potentially. Um, it'll be, it'll just be interesting to see how this shakes out with the rest of his defensive snap uh, staff. Sunday is right around the corner. Draft your lineups now to feel the sweat with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the Baltimore Ravens. Life is more fun when you have skin in the game. Download the DraftKings app to check out all the action and daily contests. New users enter code FLOCK when signing up to get a special offer. That's code FLOCK and get a special sign-up bonus. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, Mike, another thing that I really like about him that I think is impressive is there's a lot of similarities to the job that he was stepping into, that he's stepping into now at Baltimore, to the job that he stepped into at Michigan, right? I mean, Jim Harbaugh uh, had a defensive coordinator previously that was nicknamed Dr. Blitz, right? I mean, the guy blitzed a ton, and it, was, it worked sometimes. But it wasn't working against kind of the high-powered offenses with a lot of speed like Ohio State, some of the Penn States. Like, they were getting beat by some badly by some of their biggest rivals. And they needed to diversify that attack a little bit. And Mike McDonald did that. He, You know, I think that the Ravens aren't going to get away from being a high-pressure, you know, aggressive defense. That's just who they are. That's who John Harbaugh is. But I think 
having some more uh, counter punches, let's say, uh, and keeping opponents on their toes a little bit more is, is what they needed to do. You know, the Ravens, I think, got caught with their hand in the cookie jar a few too many times this season, this past season. You know, Chicago, the late big play there on a cover zero blitz. At Pittsburgh, they got beat late in that game by Ben Roethlisberger in the comeback. And I think that Mike will help kind of bring a great combination of new, fresh ideas while, like you're saying, Cliff, also bring the pedigree of coming up in Baltimore's defense where he knows kind of the fundamental principles and what they stand for. Yes, it will be interesting to see how many, how much he adjusts to how often he blitzes. Um, I think that will be interesting to watch. You always hear coaches say so often, it's great if you can get just get pressure with just rushing four rather than rushing five, six, bringing the mm-hmm. whole house. Uh, yet the Ravens went against that grain the last few years. Um, they were a team that at some point in the game, they were always going to bring blitz pressure. That's just kind of – that was their calling card. And the Ravens had a lot of success, obviously, during Wink's tenure the first three years. But I do agree with you when you're saying last year, you know, injuries aside – there were coverage mistakes. Uh, there wasn't enough getting home to the quarterback and bringing him down for the number of times they went after quarterbacks with extra rushes, and that left them vulnerable through the air. And right, you know, you or even the- or even getting turnovers. It's not just you know they weren't exactly. getting a lot of sacks, but if you're not getting sacks, you're at least hoping that the pressure that you're bringing is leading to turnovers, which they didn't right. get. Right, get and, something. And I think I, I think too. You know, you have to look at, and I wrote about this in Mailbag this week, you know, why, like, the Ravens have had several pass rushers in recent years who have performed better in other systems than they have in the Ravens system. You know, Matthew Judon had a career year in New England this year. Zedarius Smith, you know, he was, he had a big year in his last year in Baltimore, but then he went to Green Bay and was a defensive player of the year candidate. You know, Yannick Mm -hmm. Ngakwe, was really good in Minnesota and, and Jacksonville came to Baltimore and kind of struggled a little bit, went to Oakland and took off again. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue with any of that, uh, that yeah, when you mentioned guys going elsewhere and, you know, doing better in that system, I guess the counter to that would be, well, they were used differently. Well, should they have been used differently? Exactly. Should we have accentuated more of the strengths that, that they already have? So yeah, right. I mean, again, it'll be interesting to watch. Also, you know, talking about Mike coming back, at least for the, the next couple of drafts, he'll also have huge insight not only into Michigan's players, but to the players that he coached against, uh, you know, yep. in, in the Big Ten. There, I'm sure there's some guys on his mind right now when they're talking about the draft this year. He'll be able to say, oh, yeah, that guy, we couldn't block him. <laughs> you know, we yeah. couldn't stop him or – yeah, I'm not too sure about this guy. I don't, I don't know if he's as good as the stats suggest. So he, that's another valuable voice that they'll have preparing for the draft, certainly this season, as they're looking at, at players. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think, too, when you're talking about, you know, the Ravens have kind of used their outside linebackers, and they've said, well, you know, they have a different job description than most, right? And that, like, leads to – you can't, it's not an apples to apples comparison, right? Mm-hmm. In uh, the Ravens scheme versus some other scheme. And it's like, yeah, the Ravens have been really good at stopping the run, right? And they ask their outside linebackers, like they're not just there to tee off and go get the quarterback every down, 
right? Like that mm-hmm. kind of honestly reminds me a little bit of like TJ Watt and the Steelers, right? They were last, last in the league in run defense, yet their defense caused a lot of problems for people in terms of turnovers, sacks. TJ Watt was a monster. He's probably going to be the defensive player of the year, right? So like, mm-hmm. do, do you, is it okay to have a little bit of a different approach and say, okay, like we're actually okay with people running a little bit. Like we'll take some of that in order to get some of the splash plays like the sacks and the, the turnovers. Because I just don't think that against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, you know, Josh Allen and the Bills, uh, you know, Joe Burrow and the Bengals, the teams that you're going to have to go through now for, for the Ravens to get to the postseason. I, I don't know that you're going to, you know, consistently be able to stop them. I think that you have to make some game changing plays. I mean, look at how the Ravens ultimately beat the Chiefs this year. Right. Oh, yep. They, they, oh, gave, they gave mm-hmm. they gave up a, a lot of yards. Right. Mm-hmm. And then OA kind of forced the interception and OA got the forced fumble like mm-hmm. that ended up sealing the game. So I, I, I think that sometimes the Ravens are going to evaluate that. Right. They need to play the Bengals better than giving up 82 points in two games. Right. Like they need a different different strategy against them. Patrick Mahomes has averaged 370 passing yards and three touchdowns every time he's played the Ravens. Like it's going to be tough as much as the Ravens want to improve on offense. That's just tough to beat. Like, if you're going up that much, you're in a shootout. And it's going to be tough to win a lot of those, uh, you know, if you're the Ravens offense. So, like, I, I think that Mike McDonald and a different approach uh, might be well-timed. Yeah, so, you know, watching those games last week uh, and watching those quarterbacks operate definitely made you think about how you're going to get past those guys. And, um, yeah, I agree that. You know, those guys, you're not going to to shut them down, but you have to figure out ways to slow them down. And, yeah, I mean, Oway, those plays he made against Mahomes, those are timely plays. And one thing I love about Von Miller, he always seems to get sacks at, at crucial times. Um, so that's something the Ravens, I feel, need more of, that even if a guy like Mahomes is – you know, getting his and doing his thing for three and a half quarters at the crucial moments. Can you get to him? Can you force him off of his spot? Um, that's something definitely that I think the Ravens need more of. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much McDonald really sells out on blitzes and also whether the Ravens can bring in more guys who, you know, can win their battles and whether they become a team that produces more sacks, more turnovers something that they needed more of last year. Right. And, and it'll be, it, I think it's also interesting and worth noting, look at the other candidates, some of the outside candidates that John Harbaugh brought into interview, right? You're talking about a guy who was instrumental in the second building of the secondary of the Legion of Boom, right? You're talking about the secondary coach for the Dallas Cowboys who had a ton of turnovers this year, ton of interceptions on the back end, right? So like, I think it's interesting to think about John Harbaugh kind of picking those guys' brains and seeing what they have to say and what they could bring in terms of, okay, we need a more impactful defense, not just one that kind of slows down the march a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, The other thing I like about Mike is just player development, right? I mean, Aiden Hutchinson, who, like I said before, is going to be one of the top picks in the draft. 
credited Mike with turning around his career really and, and leading to his breakout uh, final season at Michigan, you know, standing him up. He was previously used as a down lineman. Mike said, let's stand you up, get you in space, you know, gave him a lot of freedom and creativity to kind of, you know, in the way that he was used. Um, I think that that player development aspect is important because Mike isn't walking into a job with a ton of veterans and a stable roster, right? There's going to be a lot of turnover on this Ravens defense this off season. And, and they could lose, you know, a fair amount of veteran leadership. If Clayus Campbell were to retire, for example, you know, that would be a big change up front. Brandon Williams, we don't know about, you know, his future. Um, they're going to have a lot of young players. And I think it's going to be important for Mike to help develop some of these young, talented players, including guys who are already here, Odafe Owe, you know, Patrick Queen, who we already coached as a linebackers coach with the Ravens, um, and, and more guys. Yeah, no question. There's going to be a lot of page turning with this defense next year. Um, it's, going to be, it's going to be a new identity. I think it doesn't have to mean it's completely different, but new defensive coordinator, as you mentioned, definitely some new faces. Um, and, yeah, I mean, these younger players like Owe, Queen, the Ravens are going to have to maximize the ability that they have in order to be the defense that they want to be, a championship defense. And, yeah, I mean, Owe, everyone knows that he's a diamond and a rough. Everyone, no one ever questioned his athletic ability. It's, it's how much can you get out of a player like that who has tremendous talent. Queen has a tremendous talent, too, even though, you know, there have been questions with his tackling and, you know, not reading plays uh, quickly and being pulled. I mean, Queen, to me, is an impact guy. And so you have two young guys, at least, who Mike's going to be able to work with. And as you mentioned, some players who we don't know who are going to be coming in, that it's going to be important that every year they get better. I think the Ravens have done a good job with that, developing young players. But that's certainly going to have to continue under Mike's leadership. Well, and, and you talk about Patrick Queen. I mean, uh, you know, under Mike, Patrick Queen had a really strong rookie season where he made a lot of plays. You know what I mean? And then he kind of, at the beginning of his second season, took, I think, you know, admittedly a little bit of a step back. And they switched positions for him, and he flourished in that new spot. But, you know, if we're talking about how Patrick Queen played under Mike, it was really good, you know? So I, I think that bears noting. Uh, now, I will say, you know, this is – I don't think you can sugarcoat it. It's a, it's a little bit of a risky hiring just considering – Mike's only had one year of experience as a defensive coordinator play and play caller. And it was in college, you know, I mean, there were more uh, seasoned experienced guys that were up for this job, including in-house candidates like Anthony Weaver, you know, including uh, Joe Cullen, you know, including Chris Hewitt. Um, Now, not all those guys had defensive coordinator experience themselves. Cullen did, um, but Hewitt didn't. Um, So, I, I Weaver did, but I'm just saying, you know, it, does that, does that give you any concern that Mike is a little bit greenish in this job? Well, let me just say, I think all the coaches that were interviewed had a lot of strengths and it wasn't like Mike was the only, you know, it was a surefire only worthy candidate. Um, right. I, I, I think that, you know, they did the right thing talking to a lot of people leaving no stone unturned. But I, of course, you never know how a person is going to work out 
until they actually do the job. But no, I'm not really concerned about Mike not being a DC at the NFL level and only having the one year at Michigan. I think I'd rather have a coach like Mike who has a ton of NFL experience rather than a guy who's been a DC in college for whatever, five, six, seven years and had never coached in the NFL and had never coached in the Ravens organization. I think that would be a bigger adjustment, quite frankly, than Mike, who was groomed here, uh, really has worked with only NFL players until last year. He knows NFL offenses. He knows NFL defenses. That's all he was ever around until, until last year. The only thing he didn't have was being the play caller Right. On Sunday, and he was still involved with the game planning during the week. So he clearly showed at Michigan that making the step from being the guy who was just part of the game planning to being the guy who was calling the shots on game days wasn't too big for him. And really right. no situation so far in his career has been too big for him. So will it be an adjustment? Of course, but a major adjustment that he's not going to be able to overcome? I don't think so. Yeah, I agree. Experience calling plays is experience calling plays, right? Like if you can get, get the play in on time, calling the right plays, obviously at Michigan with the success that they had, I think that is a, that's a big deal, right? Um, so I agree with you. I, one other thing that just popped into my head too is I kind of like that you, you see more and more of the college game coming to the NFL. Right. The Bengals, the, you know, the Chiefs, they play like a spread kind of offense. Right. It's get the ball out, get it in playmakers hands and let them do the work. And him having a year of experience going against that, like teams like Ohio State. I think that that benefits the Ravens, you know, to a degree that he's he saw that up close and personal last year and had to develop plans to beat a style of play that the Ravens are seeing more and more now at the NFL level. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think that, you know, that's one of, one of the reasons why some of these young quarterbacks are blowing up so quickly because the college game is preparing them much better for the NFL game to me than it was 15, 20 years ago. Uh, you know, you watch a guy like Joe Burrow in, in his second year. It's not just the way he throws the ball that's impressive. It's the way that, to me, he seems to be able to read defenses and anticipate what's coming even for a young player. And when you're dealing with quarterbacks like that and like Mahomes, who are also not only being physically gifted, they're hard to fool mentally. I think you have to really mix it up, you know, in what you do in order to have a chance to catch them off guard and force them into mistakes more often. So, yeah, I think Mike's diversified background, getting more diversified background last year going to the college game will prove helpful because, yes, you do see a few different things. And also he has seen both at both levels. He's seen quite a few things, even though he's a young coach. So he's going to have to grow into the job at times, just like anyone, you know, at 34, I don't care how good you are, you know, there's going to be things that come up and, and there's going to be a learning curve, but, no, I think he's more than ready for the job. Again, as I said earlier, I just think he's he's a type of talent that you could see early on he was going to be a successful coach. The mm -hmm. Ravens are fortunate that even though he got away, 
they were able to get him back because I think if he waited a year or two longer, he might not be available. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, you know, a good story too. a guy, you know, came up as an intern, really started out in 2014 and worked his way up just a, a fast riser, a high riser. And I think he's got a lot of uh, a bright future ahead as does this Ravens defense. So I'm excited about this hiring. Mike's a, a good dude. F- fans, you're going to really like him. I know Wink, Wink was like a fan favorite. You know, the mullet, the chain, the one-liners, the funny quips, you know, that he had. I, I loved it all, too, about Wink. Like, he was awesome and also a really good dude. And I think you're going to really like Mike in a – he's definitely different than right. Wink. Um, but, you know, every time I've talked to Mike – I play basketball with the guy. Pretty good basketball player. I got to say, he's got a little, he's got some muscle to him. He might have backed me down in the lane a couple times and taken advantage of my puny, my puny physique. Um, but I, I think, I think fans are going to like Mike uh, and, and they're going to like the results too. So exciting stuff. Uh, anyway, we'll be back with you next week. The other big news is the Ravens, uh, we're going to have a lot of press conferences next week. John Harbaugh. Coming on Monday, Mike McDonald on Wednesday, and Eric DaCosta on Friday. It's going to be a busy week for me and you, Cliff. We're, we're going to be doing a lot of writing, buddy. Buckle up. Have a good weekend, Cliff. But buckle up, buddy. Appreciate that, Ron. I'm looking forward to it, man. It's exciting stuff. It is. Yep, yep. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, as always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net, and we'll be back with you next week. <laughs>